What is up, possums? Hola to the passel. Hola to all the friends of the show. We are Offensive Points. I am here with my friends Josh and Billy, and we are going to do some Week 7 game previews. Now, guys, what's up? I'm going to save my quarterback rant for when we get talking about quarterbacks. You know, it's fine. You can you can do that. Um, I will also save my wide receiver rant until we start getting into wide receivers. So, uh, Billy, what do you <laughs> kick it down? The well, I don't have I don't, for us. I don't have a running back rant. But did you all see the like quote unquote controversy with the Los Angeles Chargers fan that people are like, it's planted by the NFL, planted. Like, who gives a shit? Even if she was planted, I, I know I've seen evidence that she was not. But like, who cares? Even if they if she was, I don't understand that. I saw a picture of her and saw a story and I didn't read it. Uh, so you can break it down for us if you want. I don't know. Started, seconds of the clip. People started creating that there was a, on a Monday night football, the chargers were at home and they were this girl that went viral um, as the Los Angeles chargers fan. She was just going nuts and stuff. And everybody just started coming out with like these conspiracy theories about the NFL planting her in the stadium. And then, people had to come out and like quote unquote defend her. Like it's just such a dumb thing to happen because who cares either way like that. I guess this is what people that don't like Taylor Swift think of the Taylor Swift thing, but like speaking of this Chargers thing is even dumber. Um, So I I actually do have a, I do actually have a conspiracy theory about the Taylor Swift, uh, Travis Kelsey situation. Um, I have a feeling this just proves what I said last year whenever the, the Chiefs won, and I'm just going to go ahead I just say bet all your money on the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl. This is making money for the NFL. I, I literally saw a clip of Taylor Swift's security packing bags because that's news, uh, and they were, there was a lot of bags that she was moving to Travis Kelsey's house. This is literally just the NFL making money on a relationship. And if you if you think they're Taylor not Swift's gonna... making a fuck ton of money too. Yeah, I agree. So is Travis Kelsey. Is... Billy saw the movie. I went and saw that movie. Was it? it was great. I want to I want to uh I want to grade on it. Wait, you there's a Taylor uh, well, Swift movie? Josh, you are so out of the It's a movie about a concert, Josh. Oh, of course. You haven't seen the trailer 15,000 times during NFL. Surprisingly, no. All I see is tra- uh, Taylor Swift and NFL stuff. It's like my my thing knows. I have that a I conspiracy that Josh barely watches football. And that is definitely a thing that's happening because there's no way that you have watched football and haven't seen this commercial. The problem is, is I get drunk when I watch football, Billy. So therefore, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna really pay attention to Taylor Swift. I tune that out and I go fucking here we go again, and then I walk away and I go pee. I'm gonna add that to my conspiracy list. Drunk during every football game doesn't pay. Chiefs attention win the to Super Bowl because the NFL makes a bunch of money off of it, and it's a privately owned organization, and they can't. Travis do that Kelsey's making a shitload of money off of this too. He's on every commercial now. He doesn't give a shit. He's already, two, he's already got two Super Bowls. He's good. Yeah, no, I'm. I'm just saying he's making a lot of money. You know what? My uh, he's he's after, life after I think after all of the London fans are planted. <laughs> every single, well, that, every single european i've ever met makes fun of football like i have a buddy georgie he literally says he calls it handball he's like they don't use their feet it's not football oh like, that's fair i get that and then he called a, a, a field goal a punt which was pretty great i had a good chuckle about that but i'm just saying like no european likes football i am we have a lot of people that listen in europe so if we're wrong please let us know but i just georgie's like very good at foot uh, we definitely okay. have yeah. fans that we've definitely yeah, talked to from europe Good. So, I know that, but like, happened. are you planted by the FBI? Is what I need to know. 
Why the FBI? The okay. FBI and the NFL together? Together. Josh is going to get this episode taken down. So let's just move <laughs> on to game previews. Joe, please kick off whatever rant, whatever. Just don't put us on any list. <laughs> any list. Um, okay. I, I was going to say COVID, but you just went ahead and said it. So there we go. All right, so guys, we have a lot of teams on bye this week. That bye week includes Dak Burrow and CJ Stroud. Um, and then we have a lot of really crappy matchups and a lot of quarterback injuries this week, too. So, I mean, it's getting really rough at quarterback. Uh, we, we got Anthony Richardson out for the season, probably. Justin Fields, God knows what's going to happen to him. We got Trevor Lawrence, might not play tomorrow night. I mean, this week, we're I'm starting Desmond Ritter in a league. Um, wow, because that was the best option on the, on road the way to yep. disaster against a tough defense. But you know, it's uh, it's just you know, diving into the quarterbacks this week was actually pretty depressing. And there were a lot of guys I was just gonna be like, no, don't start him. And I was like, shit, might have to. I don't know. It's up to start. you guys. If you want to start you guys or not? I feel you. Right. Let's take this question from D's nuts real quick on YouTube. <laughs> RBs are Saquon, uh, White, Roshan, and Spears. Wide receivers are Puka, Ridley, Wilson, Pittman, Collins, and Flowers. Who should I put with Goddard for Bijan? He has Waller. Uh, Waller's irrelevant. Uh, Puka. I would say Puka. I would try Puka. Yeah. I I mean, Puka's still probably going to do good. Um, Ridley, who knows? Garrett Wilson, honestly, is a very fine wide receiver at this point. Pittman's a fine wide receiver. And Nico would, and Flowers are fine. I, I would say, yeah, I would say wait for Puka after this week because he's more than more than likely going to get it, and you can't sell him on a down week after this because anyone you try to trade him to right now is going to be like, oh, I knew Cooper Cup was the thing, man. It's just Cooper yeah. Cup. But if somebody's willing to buy low on him, um, anything to get Bijan, man. People are really yeah, down on Bijan right now. That's really well. That's that's the Atlanta Falcons curse for you. All right, Rugaroos. In the chat, says Rube. one of the boys, your boy's back again. Good to see Rube you. Go, Rube. I like the new picture, by the way, Rue. All right, Joe, go ahead and kick us off Thursday night. All right. We got Jaguars Saints Thursday night at the Superdome. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, MRI on Monday. Seems just like he has bruising, but there is some breadcrumb smoke. I don't know what you want to call it, that he might not be ready to go this week. Uh, the Jags sign Nathan Rourke to the roster, and CJ Bethard would be your, be your backup. I don't really know what to tell you guys here. Uh, be sure to have insurance on Lawrence if he does miss. Uh, the Saints are a really tough matchup for Ingram. Uh, I think you have to start him with the target volume he's getting, but if Lawrence misses, I might be looking for other options there. And then for the Saints, we got the Derek Carr injury. 300-plus yards and throwing a pick is just like Derek Carr would do to lose to the Texans. I mean, that's just his whole career in a nutshell. Uh, he has a low-grade AC joint sprain, uh, which seems to be affecting his play poorly. The Jags actually allow the third most passing yards per game to quarterback. So if you're in a pinch, Derek Carr, it's not sexy, but you might need him. And then uh, tight end, we got Taysom Hill playing wide receiver. Jimmy Graham still out there running around his geriatric self. Foster Monroe led the tight ends last week, and Juwan Johnson is out this week. So I don't even know where to begin with this. I guess since Juwan Johnson's out, Taysom Hill could continue this wide receiver days. Um, he just posted seven for 49, so you could do worse. But this is like I was saying a couple weeks ago, Taysom Hill is going to come in and screw everything up. So <laughs> Don't do it, man. Don't be that guy. I'm doing it in the league. Just oh, no. Know. 
Well, you're in enough leagues that it's fine. But if you do it like in like your one league that you're in, please don't do that to yeah. yourself. <laughs> don't do that. For sure. All right. On a running backs, ET, Etienne is a definite start. Go ahead. Put him in there. Smash. Um, and then with the Saints, Kamara has come back and is already RB23, which is an RB2. He's only played three games out of the six. That should A, tell you the state of the position, and B, what kind of tear he's been on since he's been back. So he is a confident start. He is Joe, everything that you want. What would you do with uh, Kamara? I'd ride him. Had to do it. <laughs> Had to do it, Bill. Thanks. Sorry. It's, I, know I appreciate it, Joe, because, of course, we're riding Kamara until the wheels fall off. 100%. All right, the wide receiver is a little bit more interesting. Uh, Ridley, you're going to have to start uh, even without Lawrence. You have to just hope that maybe if Lawrence doesn't play, Ridley gets a little bit even more. Uh, it's going to be frustrating week to week. He may be a bit boomer bust, but fortunately seeing enough targets to stay closer to the double-digit line. Uh, and honestly, Lawrence hasn't thrown under 30 throws all season, so we'll continue to keep throwing around eight targets each game to Ridley. <clears throat> and Kirk, on the other hand, has established the consistent workload and hasn't scored under 10 since week one. So uh, we'll continue to keep being a safe start week in and week out, no matter who the quarterback is. Uh, on the other side, uh, Olave, after a couple down weeks, finally got back to the double-digit stat line, uh, or target stat line, I should say, and should stay there with Carr's healthiness, hopefully, uh, and becoming a little bit more consistent. Uh, Thomas has actually been really uh, consistent as well, pretty much right around that 10-point line as well in PPR, and can be played in a pinch. I, d I don't think you're excited about him. It's just, you know, 10 points is 10 points. Uh, but Shahid... Big strike ability. It's going to be an option moving forward, but without the big play, he can be super disappointing. So do not like play him all the time, but on, and this is a Thursday night game. So this is an absolute no for me. Uh, but if you really want that big strike and you have a lot of uh, injuries and uh, bye weeks this week, Shahid can be played in a pinch. And he's officially too expensive on DraftKings to use him in every tournament lineup that I make. So sad enough. Tough. Sad it's day. tough. So, who wins this one, guys? Uh, Ruger is here, so you guys should say the Saints, but I'm going to say Jacksonville because I actually think Jacksonville's been doing really well. But without Lawrence, it'd be Saints, 100%. Yeah, I'm going to say with no. I'm going to say Saints even, you know, I, I hope Lawrence is out there, but I, he's not going to be 100% if he does play. It just seems like a trap anyway. Uh, who won that game last nope, week whenever yes. we said that I – whenever everybody yelled at me for it. Oh, that was the Texans, right? Cool. Sorry, Ru. Piss off our one fan. Jesus, Josh. All right. Go for Let's it. go. Hugh Raymond James Stadium. Falcons, Bucks. So, guys, Desmond Ritter can throw? Question mark? I, I don't know. Um, he can throw right to Benjamin St. Juiced uh, for the interception to lose the game. Had Arthur Smith questioning <laughs> everything about his life on the sideline after Ritter ruined their chance to beat the Commanders. Uh, in the last two weeks, though, Ritter is the QB3 in fantasy points and QB1 in yards, which is absolutely shocking. Desmond Ritter is one of the most sacked quarterbacks in the league. Bucks defense is very stout, and they have a lot of pass rushers there. Um, so I'm starting Ritter in a league because I have to. I don't suggest it at all, but see, whatever you guys want to do there. This is the state of the quarterback position this week. Um they're, the Bucs are even sadder against tight ends, so you got to temper expectations for uh, Smith and Pitts, even though um, we saw a breakout from Pitts. We've been seeing it with Smith. So they're both usable pieces. Just, just temper your expectations for him. And then uh, Baker could not lift his arm, it seemed, walking into the tunnel. We find out that it is a contusion on his non-throwing hand. Um, 
which is at least good news. I don't understand how a hand injury would make you not move your arm, but whatever. Uh, looks like he's good to go, and the Falcons have allowed the fifth most points, most passing touchdowns to quarterbacks, but otherwise pretty sound defense. So you can start Baker and Kate Otten. I'm not starting him. I don't care what he does this week. Baker's doing it for the TikTok views, man. He wants to he wants to be relevant after a bad game. That's all it is. Fair enough. Um, all right. <clears throat> on to the running backs. Uh the Falcons are were on a 50-50 split last week. Uh at Tyler Algier and Bijan both got the same amount of carries. Bijan obviously adds more with the receiving work. I hate this team, so you're not gonna you're gonna have to play both of them, but it's definitely getting to be a question of not Bijan's for sure a start every week, but Tyler Algier is at least a flex player because there's a chance he runs one into the end zone weekly. You know, it's kind of like Rashid Shahid, kind of like that. Um, on the Tampa Bay side of things, things are just even more disgusting over here. So last week, uh, Rashad White got seven carries, and our old friend Keyshawn Vaughn came back for six carries for nine yards. I, Sorry, it needs to be said. Yeah, they're both bad. I don't. I don't think they trust either one of them. I don't really understand what their point. Like we wanted, we went into the year not understanding what they were going to do at running back, and I still think they don't know what they're doing at running back. Like they need to bring back Fournette or something just to kind of like level things out. But right now, like Rashad White's a start because he's got a little bit more volume, and Baker can throw it to him out of the backfield. But this backfield is disgusting. I would get out of the Rashad White business as soon as possible in Dynasty. Yeah, I was actually really wanting to trade for Rashad White too, and it, it's it's not it right now. Um, I don't know what it is, but it's very depressing. Uh, yeah. Wide receivers aren't much more exciting, uh, but what we'll say, let's start with the, start at the top with some exciting stuff. London has finally broke through the wide receiver two territory. Um, he's also looked pretty good doing it. Twelve targets for the first time this year uh, can actually be set confidently in lineups uh, finally, uh, and that's it. Except for the quick note of, can we stop with Mac Hollins? It has never looked good and it, it will continue to not look good, but Atlanta seems poised to feature him each week, like way too much every time. Um, I don't really have anything else. There's no other wide receivers. Uh, I do want to see if Van Jefferson can do something. That will be cool, but I, I wasn't trying to like say, Hey, go pick up a wide receiver yeah. from Atlanta. No, I get it. I get it. <laughs> I, I appreciate the note. I guess I probably should have put it in there, but I was like, you're not picking up a second wide receiver for Atlanta. They just finally I just got one. See it. I just want to see his usage. I do too. Uh, weird weird trade for the Rams, by the way, but whatever. Uh, as for Tampa, back-to-back down weeks, uh, I think you're expecting a huge game from Mike Evans. Uh, he's clearly getting frustrated, and Baker will continue to get him involved quickly and often. Uh, Godwin has been Mr. Consistent all year and finally got some big gains. Uh, don't worry, uh, the practice squads and third stringers will still steal points away from both of these two, uh, but they aren't even worthy of a dynasty roster slot or naming them, in my opinion. So. You'll, they'll never be consistent enough, so do not pick them up. Trey Trey Palmer deserves at least his name mentioned. I guess he's a rookie, so we should give him a little bit of credit. But goddamn, I hate these. Like, I'm like, who is that? I was like, oh, cool, it's fucking Scotty Miller again, and uh, he's not on the team, but whatever. No, you're not wrong though. Crazy. So, Look, any team that's not the Falcons should win. So Buccaneers, it is. Tampa should win, but I don't know. I'm going Falcons. I hate the Falcons. Jesus Christ, I Joe. want them to lose Are every we, like, game. Doing this on purpose? Yeah. Cool because the more they win, the more they talk themselves into Tim Tebow being their quarterback for the entire season. Like Tim Tebow never Jets. threw for this many yards, man. In his whole this career. is the Jets. Problem. Oh my god! Oh my god! Are you really? You're buying the Ritter hype right now. You're playing. Into, you're like, yep, yeah, he it's threw for two hundred yards, two games it's in a row. Unbelievable. Je- Joe, like it's like driving a Ferrari. I was around. To manifest like, eventually, things, you're gonna okay. get fast. 
Like it's okay. You're going to go fast on accident a couple of times, but it's still a Ferrari with a child behind the wheel. I'm just manifesting <laughs> greatness, man. Okay. Let's Good talk luck. about a better quarterback here. Uh, Josh Allen averaging three touchdowns per game against the Pats and all of his recent starts against them. He's going to carve them up. Um, Michael Mayer had his breakout game against the Pats last week, so it's a really good matchup, but we expect Alton Kincaid back this week. And Dawson Knox is kind of just a touchdown-dependent start, like he's always been. Um, on the Patriots side, no Mac Jones. Um, start P.J. Walker before Mac Jones at this point. I'm, I'm done with it. And uh, Hunter Henry is battling a bum ankle. Buffalo has not allowed any tight ends to score 10 plus fantasy points. So not expecting good things from him either. Fair enough. Um, on the Patriots side of things, uh, you got Ramondre and Zeke. They both scored a touchdown last week. I would love to say this is a sign of things to come, but that offense is just disgusting. So both of them are just flex plays at this point. On the Buffalo side of things, uh, James Cook is confident start. I think you're he's good to go every week. He's probably not scoring a touchdown, but at least his rush floor is high enough. And then Latavius Murray is actually decent in a pinch, too. They're featuring him a lot more, and if they get down to the goal line, it's between Murray and Allen to get that rushing touchdown. Yep. Uh, wide receivers is super easy for me. Uh, Diggs is unsurprisingly wide receiver two in the league. Uh, so he's starting and Gabe Davis can always explode. So he's flexible in all formats, but don't be disappointed when you get three or one or zero. Um, and on the Patriots side, if you want to play Bourne, I think he can be flexed, especially with the, the bye weeks and, you know, injuries and whatnot. But the Patriots are going to have to throw in this game. Um, I just don't recommend starting Bourne. Uh, let's not forget that he has not had double point, double digit points since week one until last week. So, for consistency's sake, it's probably not going to happen. Uh, but there will be a change of quarterback, probably, hopefully. I don't know. They keep putting Bailey Zappi in at the end of the game. Uh, they've signed Millie Cunningham to a deal for some reason. Uh, this, wide receiver, this wide receiver room could change then. Uh, so in, in, in my eyes, uh, you got to keep an eye on Tyquan Thornton, Demario Douglas, and Juju, who all three, well, at least the first two, are definitely free agents, and Juju might be if he isn't already. Um, but they get a competent quarterback in or just someone who really likes someone and shows some flashes out there might have a wide receiver, uh, kind of steal late in the year. So keep an eye on it for sure. Okay. Um, yeah. Bills win. Patriots are tanking. Yeah. A lot of divisional games, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Try pick, it. Joe. Bills. They love them, right? Always low scoring. Um, yeah. Bills. Fun. That was easy. Okay. Yeah, sorry. I think he's just uh, moving, um, moving to the next one. Fair enough. No, Ray Gamer on YouTube says, should I play the Browns D versus the Colts or the Bucks D versus the Falcons? My answer would be the Browns, but maybe. Yeah, you got to play the Browns every week. Browns the Falcons. And, then also, and then also the legend puts in a kicker question because that oh, is the, just the, that's the best. Um, also, for my kicker, would you guys play Dustin Hopkins versus the Colts, Jason Myers versus the Cardinals, Boswell versus the Rams? Or Blake Group Groupe versus the Jags tomorrow. He's Buccaneers kicker. Not Buccaneers kicker. He's the Saints kicker. I don't the know Saints said kicker. that. I want to yeah, go with probably. Hopkins because of the Colts. Like they'll probably be scoring a lot of points on them. Um, Cleveland Cleveland is also really bad at like finishing a drive too. So and he's been. It looks like really it looks like PJ Walker is going to probably be the quarterback this week. So if they're gonna score, it's probably going to be Hopkins. Um, I hope you don't have all those people on your roster and this is just like a pickup question. 
I'm guessing it's a pickup question. Um, it's a three kicker. Three, if you have three bad kickers on your team, I'd be like, or okay, kickers. My apologies. Sorry, Hopkins. It would be best if it was a three kicker. He has Hopkins said, right now. Okay. Yeah, yeah, just keep that. Second question he or third question he has is Jalen Hurts versus the Dolphins, Waddle versus the Eagles, Olave versus Jaguars tomorrow, Barkley versus Commanders. Oh, that's just the starting lineup. Should have read the beginning of the question. That wasn't actually a question. It was just letting us know the lineup. Hey, by the way, Hurts and, Hurts and Waddle going to have huge games. Waddle is going to just tear up. So just be happy. We haven't yeah, got watched Metcalf because he did not practice today. So yep, definitely. One. Well, and watch Barkley too because he's because he's Barkley. questionable. As well. <laughs> he's on the Which I should remember. Not even make it to the stadium. I should have said when we were doing the Patriots preview, by the way, Ramondre Stevenson popped up on the injury report today. Um, I still think he's going to go, though. Yeah, I was actually – I don't know why, but I had it in my mind that he was not going to play. Like, I thought he, were, he was one of those many running backs that we talked about who – or haven't talked about yet, but will um, – that are was not going to play. And for some reason, I had that in my mind. I almost picked up Zeke in a bunch of leagues and then did a whole deep dive last night. And I was like, why am I doing that? Stevenson came back, got a touchdown. <laughs> The breakout also, Stevenson game we've been also doing. with the Bills. I don't know why I'm just now going back and like editing what I've already done, but like the Bills had Leonard Fournette in the building this past weekend. Don't know if that's going to come to anything. That's only going to ruin everything for I would say everyone else, but pick upable. Yeah, I actually also read that he's not hypothetically going to go to the Bills. Uh, somehow uh, he said something about the Rams and other teams that have running back issues. So Fournette's just looking for a ring. He's just chasing a team that might possibly get him there. So the Bills would probably be more likely. I did pick him up in a league because I was like, fuck it. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. Dan Campbell's probably going to pick him up and just completely fuck my Jameer Gibbs shares. But no, There's another monster. Oh, that was it. It was, Lion it was Lions and Rams. That's what it was. On there, but so Montgomery's got a rib issue. Like, let's calm down. Speaking of PJ Walker, which I can't believe we're talking about him twice in a podcast, uh, we have another injured <laughs> quarterback, Deshaun Watson. He has micro tears in his shoulder, whatever the hell that means. I don't really know, but he said that he will not play until he's feeling a hundred percent. So, man, if only your job's cleared him, it's nuts. If only he could go to the local masseuse, <laughs> you know, that's probably. Maybe that's how you fix micro tears. It's low but, hanging um, fruit, Josh. It's wasn't low hanging, joke. but it's right wasn't there. I know it's joke. right there. I, I appreciate it, Josh. I appreciate Thanks, it. Joe. I know Joe appreciates yeah. this. I love low hanging fruit. Um, yeah. So if Deshaun Watson plays, I, I think you start him. Uh, the Colts defense is very beatable. You do not start PJ Walker if Deshaun Watson does not play. And then David Njoku has not reached 50 yards in a game this whole year but the Colts give up 60 yards per game to the position. I still wouldn't start him, but I can see the mental gymnastics if you do. And then on the Colts side, Garner Minshew threw 55 passes last week for three picks and absolutely nothing else. He did throw for a touchdown. Um, but now he actually gets a much tougher defense, so don't start him. Don't start any of the Colts tight ends, please. Fair enough. Colts tight ends are anything. Uh Colts running backs. Jonathan Taylor came back last week. Kind of a lackluster rushing performance, but actually a really good receiving performance, though. I think the rushing is going to start ramping up more and more as we go along. Um, but with Garner Minshew throwing the ball 55 times, I mean, there wasn't really an opportunity to get much of the run game going. But he is good with the, uh, you know, running downs as are the receiving downs as well. I don't know why I'm just my brain exploding just right wondering. now. Wondering. 
I guess so. Um, anyway, on to the Browns uh, running backs. You got Ford. You got Kareem Hunt. Uh, Kareem Hunt sniped a touchdown last weekend. It looked like a, a classic Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb situation where Hunt sniped the, uh, from Chubb, and he sniped it from Ford last week. Uh, Ford still got the bulk of the carries, still got the yards, so you don't should not be worried about that. It was just bad luck that Kareem Hunt sniped the touchdown from him. But Hunt is actually usable as well. I actually spent $80 fab on Hunt, but I'm also desperate. So I think they're both going to be even. I think Ford's got the the lead back duties, but I think it's really going to be more of like ride the hot hand tech guy. So mm-hmm. um, into the wide receivers, uh, PJ Walker did not look great, as Joe said, um, but he did get the ball in Cooper's hands, which is what's important, honestly, for this team. Uh, regardless of whether Watson plays or not, uh, Cooper should be in lineups, and you should trust that Cleveland will have a, a role plan for for their really only receiving option. Elijah Moore doesn't really appear as statistically bad as he is, uh, but if you actually look at the numbers, it's pretty bad, averaging six points a game. He's a no-start here, um, especially without uh, Watson playing. So uh, speaking of quarterback dilemmas, uh, Minshew is officially quarterback for the foreseeable future, as Joe said. Uh, Pittman received 14 targets last week in those 55 uh, throws, and it appears that Minshew will keep targeting his number one. Um, So I think, Pittman is a smash start week in and week out. Uh, Josh Down, although saved by a touchdown, can be started in the future, but against the number one pass defense, I think should be set this week. Um, there's obviously a chance that he could get a touchdown, just especially if the the throwing numbers are there like they were last week, but I don't want to get too carried away with uh, Josh Downs this week. So you start your ones, you, you sit everybody else. I think the Colts win. Yeah, I think there might not be a winner. <laughs> Nobody wins. I'm tie, go tie. tie ball game. Okay. Yeah, tie, this actually could be a really good tie game. But I will say, 20, I think this actually twenty to one odds on those on a tie this week. Hmm. Run over to Illinois for me, Bill. Right, oh, by the way, I was on a riverboat cruise last Friday, and I was in Illinois, and I placed some uh, some online bets because I was technically on the Illinois side of the river. I guess I don't know. I didn't win okay. anything, but. I had a dollar fifty left in Yahoo bets, and I was like, "Yeah, I can't do that in Missouri. Let's just get rid of that." I didn't win, but it was fun. Riveting stuff there. You put down multiple bets with a dollar fifty. Like they were fifty cent bets on individual games. It was like you put the MVP and then four other people, basically a normal DraftKings lineup. I wanted to get rid of the dollar fifty that's been sitting there. What was I going to do? Cash that into my bank account? That was the most embarrassing transaction. The bank teller would laugh at me next time I was there. Probably cost dollar fifty just to get it into the bank account. So yeah, yeah. Enjoy your one penny. Who'd you say was winning, guys? Colts? Oh, shit. I actually did win a dollar. I got to go back to Illinois. Sorry. (laughs) That's even better. Uh, Yeah, I'm going with the Colts. He's going Cleveland. Or no, he said nobody wins. He said Colts. I said Colts. Joe said that. Joe said that he's nobody. My bad. I forgot who you guys are. (laughs) Let's move on from that shit game. Um to uh, the Lions and the Ravens. They're uh, playing at m Bank Stadium on Sunday. The Ravens are allowing the fewest points per game to quarterbacks, but they have faced some pretty shitty quarterbacks this year. So with Monty out, Goff will have to throw a lot in this one. He is QB6 on the year, so start him with confidence. The Ravens' defense has allowed opponents to score over 20 points just twice this season. So you got to start Goff with the State of the Union, but probably not the best thing to do. Uh, Laporta had 11 targets last week, but he really didn't do much with them. But we know that the volume is king here, so I always start Laporta. 
The Ravens, though, are the toughest matchup for tight ends in the league. Um, his target share should keep him afloat, though. The Lions' defense is no joke. They have not been letting quarterbacks run on them at all, so there could be a game where we see Lamar throw a little bit more. So start Lamar due to the high scoring potential in this game. The Lions are very generous to tight ends, so Mark Andrews is an absolute lock this week. Listen, you're starting Lamar week in and week out. You can't sit him. Yeah. I mean, it's disappointing, but, you know, sometimes. No, no, I just got it. I've heard some some stuff about Lamar that people don't want to start him, so. Well, unless you picked up, like, C.J. Stroud, who's not playing this week, you don't really have yeah. an option, more than likely. But I don't think anyone has options this week. It's kind of just whoever the hell's on your roster is putting yeah. them there. I've actually seen a lot of dynasty lineups and even like soft, like deep leagues. And there's some weird people starting in people's lineups this week for sure. For sure. All right. On to the running backs um, for the lions. Jameer Gibbs is back. Um, they're definitely not going to use him in the, you know, workhorse, com- you know, uh, that He's not going to be a workhorse coming in because they haven't used him like that yet. I don't know why they'd start now. So Joel's old friend Craig Reynolds will be taking us through this week's uh, main line work share for the rundowns, I believe. Yes, Josh. Uh, how many how many leagues did you get him in, Craig Reynolds? Because I saw at least two. Or at least oh, you man. tried in one and you got him. Yeah, Joe. I, I, picked, I, uh, I picked Craig Reynolds up a lot. Uh, yeah. This week, because I think that Dan Campbell is going to run him into the absolute ground and then he can go back yep. to selling insurance or whatever the hell he did before the NFL. I do too. I actually got him after waivers in one league and I was like, how did nobody grab him? Like, whatever, sure. But all right, sorry. Joe's old friend Craig Reynolds, who you Reynolds. And we'll see if that letter makes it on the Baltimore side of things. Uh, Gus Edwards is your RB1 for the time being, Lamar is the RB2. And Justice Hill is the RB3. Uh, start Gus with, you know, you can start him confidently. Justice Hill kind of touchdown or bust, but he is getting the goal line work, weirdly. So maybe he falls into the end zone, but uh, I would say only desperation situation should he be in. Yeah, 100%. Um, wide receiver wise, actually, this is actually kind of fun. Running backs, I was, I laughed whenever you said running backs. I was like, <laughs> Sorry for this game. Uh, Sun God's back. Uh, we got, after missing one game, he's back with a solid 15 targets last week. Looked amazing. Uh, looking like one of the best in the league, which he is. So you already know that. Uh, fun fact. Yeah, you're going to start him, by the way. Uh, fun fact. Jamison Williams also caught a big one, finally. Two games in. Uh, I think that's an improvement. Um, you just know that there will be one of these targets at least each game. Uh, and in a kind of game like this, uh, that explosive play could be really nice and could see an even bigger workload, which is what we really want to see before we're starting him. I actually haven't. Unfortunately, he's one of those guys that I'm starting in a league because I'm like, shit, don't have a better option. Let's see what happens. Uh, only three targets the first two games, but it is nice to see at least consistency, even though it's bad consistency. Um, on the other side, Ravens are very similar. Zay Flowers really the only true startable wide receiver. Um, looks like Lamar finally really has a reliable target. The other three, Bateman, Odell, and Aguilar are all just one good receiver together. So we're really only scoring three to six a piece unless one catches a straight touchdown. Uh, it's Dave Flowers, Amon Ra. And if you're desperate, Jameson, but please, 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 please do not play Odell, Bateman, or Aguilar. I really just – I could be wrong, and they could catch a touchdown, and they could actually look good, but this might be the game that you do it. I, I just I just don't want that for you. Dude, I love Nelson Aguilar. I know he didn't do it last week. He but... does look good out there, I will yeah. say, which is weird. He looks really good in this offense, so – 
There's just too many people. He's not going to break out. There's four wide receivers, and Zay Flowers is the only one getting a consistent target base. It's just hard for me. And then you got Andrew stealing it. You got whoever the hell is playing running back for that team, stealing a couple targets here and there. And then Lamar just running it by himself. So True. Uh, Lions win. I actually have an upset here. Baltimore wins this game. This is the first of uh, Baltimore is favored, by the way. So you, I, Lions well, the, the Lions, I actually, I follow a lot of Lions stuff and they were number one in power rankings on, I don't know, NBC or something like that. So uh, I think the Lions finally the Lions were number one in the power because rankings. the Eagles and 49ers law. It was, I don't even know what the place the Dolphins. It was. I mean, they were 6, 12, 14 other places. And I'm just like sitting here like, what, what really? We're not going to put Dolphins. You're not going to put Chiefs. You're not going to put Bills. Like, yeah, trust me. I know. I, I love to see it from the Lions, but this is uh, one of their first real tests. They've They're good, but it's just like, that's a, that's a weird one to put. I agree. I'm going to go Ravens solely because Justin Tucker is on the Ravens team. God damn, dude. I dropped him two weeks ago. Game. Tough times, man, watching him kick all the field goals. I just yeah, think this Justin, is going to be like a 50 field goal game. But Justin Tucker broke the record for the field goal against the Lions, that one that he had a couple years back. We no, watched it. Yeah, that was against the Lions. Yeah. So the kicker revenge game potentially for the Lions. All right, Alex Payne on YouTube puts, I just traded CMC and Moss for Eckler and Puka. My running backs are Henry and JT, 12-man PPR. Did I win? Uh, Uh, No, he didn't. No. Getting rid of CMC is. Well, you you basically traded CMC for Eckler and Puka, right? Because Moss isn't going to be the starter anymore. Why is Moss not going to be the starter anymore? Because... Jonathan oh, Taylor's back. Zach Moss. Wow. Not Randy Moss, huh? No, 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 no. no. Not, I was, not Randy. Nope. I was thinking James Cook. I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> well, that makes not sense. even the same one. Like, no, but same team no. a year ago. Um, I know no, McCaffrey's yeah. hurt, but McCaffrey is just the best player in fantasy right now. Yeah, I actually, fun. I actually disagree here. I, I disagree with myself. Um, this is a relatively even trade. Um, I think I think even to be honest, except for I don't think Henry's long for the running back world, but Eckler and JT together down the stretch could be massive. He, I mean, yeah, he I like JT getting Moss to back up Moss. JT. Yeah, the fact that he got oh to, he, should, he, well, traded he traded Moss, Moss away. Yeah, yeah. No, no, he flipped Moss and he has JT. That's pretty solid. That's cool to see. I would have hated to give away CMC. That's really hard. But if CMC misses this game, then you then you win and. I think in the most confusing way possible, we're saying pretty good trade, but we just said it very confusingly because we we don't know. Josh thinks it's James Cook, and I wasn't even a name listed on the. I don't know. I guess I saw the four letters, thought Buffalo Bills immediately when I heard Moss, and then, yeah, no, no, that's my fucking bad. I should just go home. Yeah. Speaking of James Cook, uh, the Raiders are playing the Bears at Soldier Field. Um, So. Jimmy G was taken to the hospital before the game or before the game was over and he has a back injury. They say they dodged a bullet with it, but he did not practice today. So this is the uh, injury they were talking about during the off season. Um, Brian Hoyer came in. It was not Aiden O'Connell and uh, he went six for 10 for 102 yards against the Pats. So whatever the bears give up <laughs> a ton. So Hoyer could be using a pinch with the wide receivers that he has. I'm not Saying go pick up Ryan Hoyer and start him, but if Jimmy Garoppolo misses, you could do you could do worse. And then uh we finally saw Michael Mayer overtake Austin Hooper 
in snaps in week five, but then in week six, he played 81% of the snaps and looks to be a godsend for anyone seeking help in the tight end wasteland. The Bears have given up the second most receptions to the position this season, so fire him up this week. The Bears allowing 10-plus points to tight ends every week. So fire up Michael Mayer this week. And then it just feels doubtful with the dislocated thumb, and it looks like Tyson Baggett is the quarterback with Nathan Peterman backing him up. Um, rushing was never really Baggett's forte yeah. at Shepard, but he uh, he scored two rushing touchdowns in the preseason, and he scored one last week. The Raiders have allowed two rushing scores to quarterbacks this year. So with the buys and injuries, I think he could be used as a super flex quarterback too. I would not use him though with Baggett starting. Baggett stole my Deontay Foreman touchdown, who I started in two leagues. Pissed me the fuck off. Fuck him. No. Oh man, he's he's a G. He's gonna be our Kirk Cousins. He's a, oh god. That's not a good thing. Uh, Joe, when I tell you when we were watching him at Senior Bowl, I thought that he was the only one that looked like maybe he didn't belong. I'm I'm not kidding. He was it was rough watching him play down there. Yeah. Um doesn't look much better now, but that's you neither one, here nor there. Fair Give enough. All right. Uh as far as the Raiders running backs go, it's Josh Jacobs and nobody else. Uh they're not they're finally back to giving him the he's not getting a ton of yards because that O line's terrible, but he is getting the lion's share of the work. On to the Bears side, this is the most confusing backfield in football, to be honest with you. Roshan Johnson is supposed to be back this week. He's questionable, and he is actually projected to have the most amount of points. Take that for what you will. Um, if he doesn't go, it's a it's a foreman show, I would think. But also, Darrington Evans got nine carries last week, so maybe he's going to be sprinkled in a little bit. Joe's guy, Velas Jones, had a couple of rushes. I don't know. Maybe it's the Velas Jones resurgence. Yeah, your favorite player. Um, favorite player. Yep, Velas um, Jones. Real quick, it's Roshan Johnson season. He had a concussion. He wasn't able to make it back in time for the, the game. He's averaged five yards per carry. I'm actually starting him pretty much everywhere. So, yes, you can start Roshan Johnson if he's healthy. Speaking of, did they change the concussion protocols? Because I'm seeing way more people miss over this next game. They should yeah. after Tua's situation. They should. It, I'm glad they didn't. So far, nobody has conquered the concussion protocol within the same week that the concussion happened. Yeah. Now, so, if it was a Thursday game all the way till the next Sunday, maybe that could happen. But yeah, if they get it well, on that's Sunday, what happened with Roshan. Roshan got hurt yeah. on Thursday. It was 11 days Sunday too. So it was like Jesus. That's the only one that could pop possibly happen, but it didn't obviously. Yeah, that was really sex. He had the backfield for a, a minute and then he lost it. But I think Roshan actually pops off here. Um, all right, wide receivers. DJ Moore came back down to earth after the Thursday night game of a lifetime two weeks ago. You can blame a bit of this on the field's injury, but he really wasn't getting much work before that injury either. Uh, Moore remains the only Chicago Bear wide receiver to play, even with Badgett starting his first game. You cannot sit DJ Moore. Uh, I do like Darnell Mooney in a pinch, uh, but I wouldn't do that to yourself if you don't need to. Um, and if you had told me Devonta Adams and Jacoby Meyer would be both be top 15 wide receivers uh, after six weeks, I would have called you a liar, but here we are. Uh, Adams has banged up going to this matchup. Keep an eye out on the injury report, but both should make some splash plays against the bears, even without Garoppolo because it's the bears and there's no one else really even being considered rostering on the Raiders. Like if you, if you have uh, Renfro still on your team, just go ahead and cut them. You don't need them. You don't need that in your lineup. I absolutely agree with you. So Raiders win, and I want to take George's question here, Bill. Can I? I got Bears winning, by the way. Before we get there, I don't even care who wins. This game's disgusting. 
Is this Bears went on ac- Bears went on accident. <laughs> Shit, I Bears. hope not. The Raider any game the Raiders are involved in, apparently, I'm just gonna be like that is a horrible game. Well, we got two three backup and three quarterbacks. Right now. Come on, last week it was the Patriots. Uh, this week it's the Bears. I mean, they're just dog shit schedule. All right. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the Fileo Fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. George on YouTube says he is 6-0. and His team is Tua, CMC, Kenneth Walker, Cooper Cup, Chris Olave, Dallas Goddard, and he flexes James Cook. Should I trade Olave and James Cook for Chase? Yes, you absolutely should do that. That is... Um, Shit, you might be 14 and 0 if you do that move. I like that. Um, and should I start Zach Evans or Roshan rather than CMC, knowing that he could not play this week? If Roshan is cleared from the concussion, I would start Roshan. Um, uh, CMC, you're not going to replace his points with Roshan, but he hasn't played till Monday, so I would start. Yeah, Roshan. I, I think you just have to see how the. I, I'm I'm really hoping if you could have, you should have got Mason because um, that's what I did in my CMC league and. But the thing is, is you just you have to hope that they give some information before we get there, because um, once you get to Monday and they're like, still, oh, you might play, you might play. And then he's like, nope, he's out. Then if you get to Sunday at 12 o'clock and you still don't have an actual concrete status, absolutely not. Uh, but Roshan would yes, be your so play if that's the case. Definitely should be Roshan. Zach Evans, and I feel him. like he's going to be splitting the workload a lot. So. I yeah. I don't have never liked Zach Evans, but we'll get to that in the Royce Freeman resurgence. Sorry about that. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, no, smash. If that's an option for Chase, like, uh, is that an option, or did you just like want to try to do this? Because if somebody offered that to you, you should have smash accepted. Yes. Yeah, but if you're gonna try it, just try it because I think you might be able to pull that off and really? make your team. Especially if he's running back better. desperate. Anyone with James Cook should be trying to trade him right now. I agree completely. It's not going to get any better. Wait, is he so, on Indy? Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> Randy Moss again. Yep. All right. Uh, real, real, real fun game. We got the Commanders and the Giants. Uh, Dude, the Giants pissed me one? off. No, the Giants pissed me off. They don't allow fantasy points on defense, and they don't score on offense. So aside from uh, Bobby Okie Doki, man, there's not really anyone you want to start in this game. Uh, Sam Howell gets a tough matchup. Uh, so try to avoid this divisional game if possible. He's not the worst start. He's probably like a top 15 guy, like on the lower so end sad. of the 15 for me this week. And then uh, Logan Thomas gets really strange usage. He had 11 targets in week five, one in week six. So he is a risky start at tight end, but you could use him if you need to. Daniel Jones still dealing with the neck issue. He's back at practice, so I'd assume he would play. The commanders are a really good matchup for whichever quarterback starts, but I don't know how you can feel confident starting either one of them. And then start Darren Waller because he's finally doing stuff. So we like to see that. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, Washington, Brian Robinson's your guy. He's didn't, he didn't get a ton of carries last week, but he is getting end zone targets. He is definitely the most useful player in the Washington backfield. RIP Antonio Gibson. Uh, the giant side, Saquon Barkley is your guy if he's going to play. He is questionable still, but 
I think he should be good to go by the time it comes on Sunday. Yeah. So, you know, there's a lot of people out there that like have been saying Gibbs needs to be started Montgomery, blah, blah, blah. How is that argument not going to Antonio Gibson to uh, Brian Robinson? Like at least Montgomery's getting 150 yards and three touchdowns in a game. You know what I mean? Brian Robinson is not, but yet Gibson like just completely just avoided and it pisses me the fuck off. And Chris Rodriguez. I was about to say that he used Chris Rodriguez more than Brian Robinson last week, too. So it was like, eh, I mean, just give him a forward play. See what the kid can do. Why not trade Antonio Gibson? They clearly don't like him. Just Just get rid of Gibson. Just get him off your team. Let him have a – Let him have – It's going to matter. All right, anyway. uh, Wide receivers, another divisional game, um, and I have a new strategy for you all. If I start Terry McLaurin, everyone should sit him. And if I sit him, everyone should start him. And so I'm just going to let you know, I'm unfortunately starting him this week because I don't have a choice. Uh, so he should be sat probably. But in reality, he's obviously we do like a weekly McLaurin. Like, yeah. Where, watch. where he's at on my, yeah. on my roster. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Every time I've sat him, he's gotten 15 plus, And every time I've sit him, he's gotten under 10. So probably under 10, but no, uh, honestly, solid floor. Uh, we call him Terry McLaurin for a reason. Uh, and honestly should be a solid game. And for some reason, Curtis Samuel's still kicking as well, so feel free to ride him until it stops. Uh, and for some reason, it hasn't yet. Uh, and it kind of feels like Diami and Dotson have been essentially splitting time and either can be used in a really deep league flex, but no more than that. Uh, Hal throws the ball a shit ton. He's not good at it, but he throws the ball a lot, and that's what matters. Uh, it, I don't know. Four targets isn't enough for either one of them, so you're not really excited to start him. And I don't know if you've been watching the Giants games, which I hope you haven't because, God, they're ugly. But it seems like Wandale's doing better, and he's doing fine. He's really not. And he's on the uptick, I will say, but he's just he's not startable yet. He, he looks exciting when he touches the ball, and I think that's why he's rem- memorable. Uh, but Slayton is actually averaging almost nine points in all the games he's played, and Tyrod seemed to have had his eye as well. So I personally think Slayton's a start. Uh, sketchy flex at best, but... Um, with all the injuries and stuff, you just kind of have to go go with what you have to go with. Uh, Hyatt did see his most targets last week, so this could be exciting if a true pass offense ever existed on the Giants, but at the moment, it's it's pretty much Slayton, McLaurin, Samuel in this game. Um, if you want to do the thing with Hyatt or uh, Wandale or <laughs> your real ballsy ghost, Sterling Shepard, but I don't recommend it. I have two wide receiver comments here. I completely agree with you, number one, but... Uh... The Giants are horrible against the slot, so um, Curtis Samuel is like my DraftKings darling this week. I've got him in a lot of places. And then, Billy, you asked in our IDP segment who, what rookie I want to see more of, and I think my second answer would probably be Jalen Hyatt because every time he gets a catch, it's a bomb, and it looks really freaking good. And from what I can see, he's always open. So give him the Jamison Williams treatment and just give him a long throw once again. He had a nice toe tap on the sideline last week too. He looked yeah, he looked really good doing it. Really good. No, I I he is one. Him and Quentin Johnson are the two that just don't make any sense about their usage um, through this week. Like you knew what Jalen Hyatt was, and you're just not using him. I will say with Tyrod Taylor, they are a better team than with Daniel Jones. Uh, just 100 the way yeah. it is. <clears throat> At least Hyatt was a third round pick. <laughs> that really yeah. That's Quentin true. Johnson makes no sense. Yeah, um, not at all. I got the commanders. Commanders, I guess. Yeah, I got the commanders just from QB play, which is so sad to say. Samuel Howell. All right. 
Cardinals Seahawks on Sunday at Lumen Field. Uh, Gino has a good matchup this week, so start him. Dobbs is a sit for me. He scored, he threw zero touchdowns. Uh, the whatever the carriage just turned back into a pumpkin for Dobbs here. And the Seahawks are a tough matchup with those cornerbacks. And then uh, Trey McBride played the most snaps out of the tight ends last week. He had a four for 62 line. All that means is this makes Zach Ertz unusable until we see if this trend continues. And then no Seahawks tight end. They're trading Zach Ertz. They're not going to say it right now, but they're trading Zach Ertz. Yeah, we talked about this before the season. I, this is it. Like, they're, Trey McBride's starting to get play more. I think they're finally going to trade Zach Ertz. Which it was more of an even split this week than it has been. It was three-fourths, 25. Yeah, Zach Ertz is on the trade block. I hope they trade him, too, because Zach Ertz deserves to go out on top, not on this bad Cardinals team. Dude, but this team is actually better than it should be. Like, we, we have to admit it. Like, we didn't expect this. It's true, Definitely but they're one So... I expect. I, I want to see Trey McBride. I want to see. I mean, I do too. I I wanted to see that since they drafted him, but you know, here we are. All right, on to the rushing um, attack for Arizona. I don't even really know what to say. I mean, Keontae Ingram got ten carries. Damian Williams got eight carries. Amari DiMarcado got two carries. None of them were particularly splashy in the past game either with Josh Dobbs. I don't think you could confidently start any of them. I think I would probably start Damian Will- Williams because I think he's the best of the three, but it's by a sliver. I mean, it's not not uh, what I would want to do. And then on the other side, Ken Walker is obviously a start. Charbonnet should only be started if Ken Walker was to get hurt. But until then, no. The Charbonnet yeah. missed. So is this just going to be a massive Ken Walker game if Charbonnet does not play? Oh, well, not really. Yeah. He doesn't- it should be but honestly though Charbonnet doesn't ever do anything so not really it's gonna be the same not until Walker get, well, that's a whole other thing we'll all right anyway that. let's get to the wide receivers yeah speaking of Arizona they're such a fucking weird team um the fact that you can actually start three the three of their starting receivers on a team in any fantasy football lineup is wild to me I feel like you can start Wilson uh Michael Wilson that was one of my uh if I had to pick a rookie I want to see more of Michael Wilson but we're actually seeing a lot of them uh Marquise Brown Rondell Moore as wide, re- wide receiver twos at the very least, or a flex. Um, I would not start them all in the same lineup. That would be really stupid, obviously. Uh, but somehow they've all relatively had valuable roles to the team and to fantasy football. Uh, eight to nine points a game, it seems, with bigger bigger roles in certain games. So not saying put them in your lineup because you, you you really believe in Marquise Brown this week uh, or you really believe in Michael Wilson, but I feel like if you're in a, in a pinch, all three of those people could be started in a certain lineup one at a time. And then into Seattle, uh, still only Lockett and Metcalf as starts. Uh, both are pretty much locked in at this point. Bobo keeps taking from JSN's well, and we are seeing a little bit more from JSN uh, yards-wise, but really it's the exact same targets. And this is a step in the right direction, but I feel like, he should at least be on benches. As Joe pointed out earlier, he literally picked him up out of free agency. He is a free agent every league. I had him in two leagues. I didn't pick him up back up, but you should. Uh, Cause if he does break out or if Lockett or Metcalf don't make it, JSN could be a huge start. So now, speaking if of you, Bubba, I've, I've heard of a goal like line him. running backs. I've never heard of a goal line wide receiver. I don't like Bubba. Bubba's so. the bane of my existence. <laughs> Bobo and Julio are both going to be goal line wide receivers. Soft tissue Jones. I just cannot believe that 
Bobo is taking away from JSN. Like, if you had told me that was going to happen back in draft season when we were prepping, I, I would have said you're insane. Um, but here we are. Hawks win. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Sorry. My bad. I was like, oh, yeah. Uh, sorry. We didn't do that yet. Long pause for, man. Um, I thought we did that already. That's my bad. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. Jeff set on YouTube says, Sub guys, my team is in shambles. He's got Jordan Love, Travis Etienne, Jalen Warren, Christian Kirk, I assume, Christian Watson, Kelsey, Sam Laporta. On his bench is T. Higgins, J-Mo, David Montgomery, James, pretty much every hurt player in the universe, James Conner, Deontay Johnson, Tank Dell. He also has K.J. Osborne and Elijah Mitchell, and he asks us for any trade suggestions, somebody that maybe he could go get right now for the cheap. Flip Laporta if you got Kelsey. I would almost That's, say flip Kelsey. No, you wouldn't. He's the number one tight end. You got number one and two tight ends I'm on your team. You get flip one of them. Okay, he says the teams in shambles. Kelsey, like if you're right. if you're six and zero oh right now, you wouldn't be saying your team's in shambles. Then you would keep Kelsey. But if you're like one and five, two and four, flipping Kelsey might. I mean, Laporta and Kelsey aren't. Laporta is well, or at least was tight end two last week. I don't know. He didn't really have a very good week, so he's probably tight end two or three at this point. But flip Kelsey for Bijan. Thank me later. I think you could get you more get for him. Kelsey. No, Laporta is still tight end two. Yeah, I think you could still. I think you get more for Kelsey for Bijan at this point. I think you get Kelsey combo with something else, Bijan and something, and get better. Two, three, and one ties. You got the tie in there, man. Nice. Weird. Uh, by the way, Rare we'll get there later, but. If you if you have if you have a spot available, I like KJ Osborne for a start personally. But no, you don't. You got Kirk. I mean, Kirk you got Deontay Johnson coming back soon, ish. Uh, he back this week. Play after the bye, right? Wow. T Higgins is fine. JMO is a good. I think he needs a. I think he needs a running back. That's kind yeah. of what based on what he the roster one, looks yeah. like. Yeah. No. So float, float Kelsey for Bijan and whatever the hell else you want. On there, yeah. I mean, you might be but, able to uh, get the... flip Christian Watson after this week. Christian Watson and Kelsey for Bijan and whatever else that guy's got. Yeah, two running backs. I think. Preferred. I think if you want to go for a cheaper option, James Cook probably is not a bad call. Going for him, you probably wouldn't have to give up as much. Watson um, for Cook, Kelsey for Bijan. I mean, you can make you can make a team out of that. Yeah, definitely. Kelsey for like Kenneth Walker and Drake yeah. London. Running back is such a that's sketchy, little bit much, dog. Yeah, you can't you can't get a top five yeah. running back with. Uh, I mean, even with Kelsey, you can't get a top five running yeah, back. Right now. No one, no one trusts Walker. That is true. No. All right, everyone's very down on him still. I don't know why. For sure. All right, hopefully, hopefully that, that helps, that you, man. Um, hopefully that helps, Jeff. That's my idea. Steelers Rams. Steelers okay. Rams. Uh, Stafford has to be a start. Yeah, has to be a start. Stafford does. Got Cup and Puka. Um, so start him. Higby gets a really tough matchup. I would bench him. And then I think Pickett might have to be used in a bind some places. Try to avoid it. It's not – nothing good's going to come of it, but you could use him. And then uh, Fryermuth gets a great matchup. And if he plays, which he says he will, I think he's a lock this week. I think Fryermuth can turn it around. Don't do it to yourself. <laughs> Sorry, man. I had him in two leagues, man. It's fucking rough. Three leagues? I don't know. Too many leagues. Okay. Before I go, 
Jeff says, how about Kenneth Walker? Am I crazy to offer Kelsey and one wide receiver for Walker and CD? I think if you can get the other person to take that, yes, you should. But I think that's going to be a steep price. Um, And then he asked about Alvin Kamara as well, which, I mean, that would be the way to go if you can get the Alvin Kamara manager on board with that. Watson and Kelsey for Kamara and something else good, if that were the case. Like, there's got to be something else on that guy's team <laughs> that you could get it for. For sure. I'd still go Bijan, man. I don't yeah, look at the teams who don't have a tight end and offer them a, t- a tight end one or tight end two. That's what you need to do. Yep. I don't think you would have to trade a wide receiver with Kelsey to get Walker. No, I'm saying man, that Kelsey's, over... Kelsey's overpriced for Kamara, is what I'm saying. You're too yeah. much, too, too one sided. I'm saying like you could get more for it. And that's why I say add a Watson or whatever you don't like, Kirk. If you don't like Kirk, I like Kirk personally. But... Rugaru asks Joe specifically, how do you feel about Draymond this week? He got the sack last week, man. Um, Joshua Dobbs has been sacked 11 times this year. I could do it, man. I I was so pumped on Draymond this year, and so far it's been kind of 50-50 how it's working out. So hopefully last week was a good sign. You didn't ask me, but I say no. Nope, sorry, Josh, don't answer. Ray Gamer asked, trade James Cook for Aaron Jones standardly. Yes. I would say yes. 100%. I don't know what's going on with Jones, man, but I would rather have that. Says so his hamstring feels the best it's felt since week one, whatever that means. Keep saying Didn't that. he tear it week I've been one? trying to trade for Aaron Jones and nobody will give him up. It's so sad. Yeah, yeah. he's the name value there. I was calling running backs. Steelers running backs. You have the Najee Jalen Warren nightmare continues for them. Uh, both of them are just flex plays. Neither of them is going to win you any weeks. I can promise you that. It's disgusting. Hopefully Najee can get going, though. It would be very, very nice, especially for a couple of my teams, if he can figure his life out because I would love for him to be a starting running back again. On the Rams side, I don't want any part of any of these people on this team. There's Zach Evans. um, There's Daryl Henderson. There's – I forgot what the other guy is um, that they signed. Rolls-Royce. Rolls, yeah, Royce Freeman. I don't want any part of them. I'm not going to suggest starting any of them. You probably have to because you're probably, you know, pick them up or spend all your fab trying to get them. I don't think any of these guys is good. So Stafford's going to have a huge passing day. This is going to be a big Puka and Cooper Cup game. Right. Sorry. Spoiler. Stealing. Stealing. Um, well, I'm bad the wider with... running backs are. Yeah. I'm going to start with Pittsburgh. Uh, Deontay Johnson may be returning soon and practicing full on Wednesday. So scour that waiver wire if you're in a league that doesn't have IR slots or if people are just dumb. Uh, but other than him, Pickens has been killing it and should be ev- on, in everyone's roster uh, starting lineup. If, if for some reason the Pickens-Pickett combo appears to be a real thing, which I just think is the most exciting part of this offense. It's just really nice to have the, the it's just, it's, it's visually pleasing. It's, it's, it feels, it feels right. It sounds right. On the Ram side, as Billy alluded to, uh, Cup does appear to be a, a, a little bit of a target hog here, uh, but it's really only split 9-7. Uh, just it was just how the stats worked out that game. Puka is going to come back, uh, crashing down to reality eventually. But for the moment, you should still start him. Uh, you can't do it after one game. He just they're going to get him involved. They said he's they're going to get involved. They probably will. At well, on the other hand, it only had one target and can be safely dropped in all redraft leagues at this point if you haven't already, which you should have. But it was probably too early. Puka Cup. And Pickens and nobody else. No Allen Robinson, no Calvin Austin, especially with Deontay Johnson coming back. 
I guess the real question here is, does TJ Watt score in this game? Because it seems to be happening a lot. Ooh. I can see it happening. Um, yeah, it's Rams win. But um, we we said that you could get Kamara and Smith. Is that Devontae Smith? Yes. That mm. Honestly, Devontae Smith would be a great target right now. I, I bet Devontae Smith owners are dead right now. Yeah, yeah that's they're very... They're... What My only question, man, how many bench spots do you have? Because I don't really want to cut anybody that you have right now. No, for real, dude. He's got squad. This, yeah. might, be dynasty. this might be dynasty, to be fair. He can cut oh. Elijah Mitchell if he's getting Kamara and Devonta. Smith. Oh, that's true. I forgot about um, that. I forgot about that. I think the Rams win this game. Yeah, I got Rams. Oh, I already picked the Rams. Sorry, I thought we were done with that. All right. Let's go to a, another shitty game. Um, Packers Broncos in Denver. So fire up Jordan Love and Luke Musgrave this week. They had the bye. They sorted some things out. And now they get the Broncos defense, which can't stop a damn thing. On the Broncos side, Russ really crapped the bed last week and will likely do it again. Um, Packers defense is really tough. Uh, they play very well. And then just to note, you're not starting any Broncos tight ends, but Dolchich re-injured his hammy. Uh, so possible by low, low in dynasty. They're probably very pissed off at him. Yeah, I do agree as a Dolchich manager. For sure. Um, looks like Aaron Jones should be back this week for green Bay. Um, there was a scare that he might not, but I think he could have played against the Raiders if they really, really needed him, but they just shut him down to go into the bye. Um, at least on that side of the ball on the other side of the ball, um shit i just closed out oh broncos yeah javante williams and jaleel mclaughlin time out before you talk shit on them they both played really phenomenally um and for some reason oh sorry you just said their names so but the (laughs) yeah the p ryan p ryan pisses me the fuck off why is he touching the football he's not doing anything with it mclaughlin and Javante were out here getting five, six yards per touch. And then we got fucking Piran getting negative one, what it felt like at least. So just use the two. Piran's not it. We got it. All right. No, I mean, Russell Wilson just sucks. Like, I don't think this team's going to fully get anything going until they get him off of the field. But we're stuck with who we got. Fair enough. Um, I'm actually starting both of them in a league. It's desperate. Uh, McLaughlin and uh, Javante, that is. Uh, wide receiver rise, uh, wise. Uh, look, 95 yards is great for a receiver, but not for a quarterback trying to distribute between six and seven players. Uh, you have to think that Wilson will be okay in the future, uh, c- contrary to what Joe says and Billy says. Uh, Judy and Sutton should probably be in your lineups if you need them. Um, I, I don't I don't suggest it, but I feel like you probably have to. Uh, with trade talk swirling, though, you got to keep an eye on headlines as the Broncos could sit Judy to avoid an injury. Uh, no Mims yet, but he should be on benches ready for when Judy inevitably gets traded. Or even Sutton. Honestly, this team might be a full fire sale. We don't know what's going to happen. Steve Smith agrees with me on Judy, by the way. So, Yes, he does. That's cool, man. Um, and then on the other side, another broken play to make Watson look good. A nice 40-yard catch uh, in the mid- or 50-60 yard catch. He couldn't even get in the end zone. Uh, sure, he's startable, but do not be surprised when he plays a good defense. Oh, wait, this is the Broncos. Yeah, yeah, there will be a broken coverage. Don't worry about that. Watson should be good to go this week. Dubs and Reed are also flex consideration for this game uh, just because of how bad the Broncos have been. Hopefully Love works on worked on his play over the bye, but God knows. 
He didn't. Um, Packers. I got the pack. I'm going to go with the Broncos. I hate the Packers. I hate the Packers too, Josh. I like to think that Javante and Julio McLaughlin will both break a big run. Santa Claus on YouTube says, should I trade Olave for Pacheco? Half PPR. Mm. The half PPR kind of helps Pacheco's case. Pacheco has a phenomenal schedule coming up here. Um, but Olave's getting 10 targets a game, man. You need a running back. Olave's biggest dip was whenever Carr was injured, and ever, otherwise he's been fine. He hasn't been a breakout candidate by any means, but no, I, I won't do it. I wouldn't do it. I just It's close. 10 targets a game for a wide receiver is so hard to come by. I'm yeah. hoping he's asking because he desperately needs a running back, and that's why he's asking, I would hope. If you absolutely need a running back, then do it. Otherwise, I would not. For sure. All right. Andrew on YouTube says, 32-man league. Do I start Craig Reynolds or start Zach Evans? Full PPR. Craig Reynolds. <laughs> Craig Reynolds. Uh, it's the Craig show for Detroit. He is going to be the running back one this week. The insurance salesman. Spelling him. Um, all right, Joe. Uh, all right, so Chargers, Chiefs at Arrow. Yes, a good game. Good game. Uh, start them all. You're starting Mahomes. You are starting Herbert. You are starting Kelsey and even Gerald Everett. Did you guys see Gerald Everett get a rush last week, by the way? I did. Good. That was, Maybe that I was did. ridiculous. I don't watch football, apparently, to Billy's standards. Yeah, you're always drunk, man. We, we know. It was Sunday yes. night after the Eagles yeah. lost, man. It was it was tough. Oh, that was Monday night. Never mind. I was Every watching year. it, and I was soberish. Well, were you? You didn't see any of the Taylor Swift commercials, so I doubt it. I'm watching. Oh, never mind. I can't say that a lot. I'll tell you guys. You've later. got you've got 90 Day Fiance on one screen, and then you got that on your like phone or something, tablet. That's cool, man. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever I want to do, man. Uh, Bachelor in Paradise is on, man. Whatever. <laughs> so totally uh, hip to hip things. Yes, you are. Oh, sorry, Joe. Were you done? My bad. Yeah, I appreciate oh, yeah, that. That was pretty easy for him. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, mine's quick. Pacheco start. Eckler start. Good to go. All right, cool. Uh, Keenan Allen continues to impress. Uh, essentially, the sole receiver on the Chargers. Uh, the rest are, in my opinion, really unusable, except for this game. Palmer can be used as a flex. Uh, really hasn't seen an increase since Mike Will went down. Eight points, nine points isn't like worthy of a, I'm going to start him every week. But this game should be a good one, I hope. Uh, and we already talked about this on the other pod, but man, I just want to rehammer this home. Quentin Johnson hasn't seen more targets since Mike will has been gone. Makes no, no sense whatsoever. And I hate it. Do something better chargers. As for KC, for some reason, unbeknownst to me, rice hasn't gotten more than five targets in the last three games, uh, but seems poised to have the bigger role. Uh, so I don't know what you want to do with these wide receivers, but I'm just going to tell you, uh, Justin Watson is always going to be one, one going to get that one big target down the field and can be a hopeful for that one touchdown. And the Chiefs seem to make Tony a thing, even though he hasn't jumped at any opportunity whatsoever. So I guess you can play him, but you won't be excited for it. And this team is just a really just a big team full of best ball disappointments, which we all did. And we can all admit it. So there it is. That's the Chiefs wide receivers. For sure. Rude points out that me Cole is back in the lineup. He is. I'd be trying to trade for Hardman back. I actually like that for them, but why'd they get rid of him in the first place? Pretty stupid. Well, the he, Jets paid him and then they I was about to say he went as a free agent. 
Andrew yeah. says, even if Gibbs plays, and then he said Craig Reynolds did not practice today um, per a hamstring and a toe injury, I think he'll be fine by Sunday. It would really be concerning if he doesn't practice the next two days. Wednesdays, typically, these guys take off, especially if they're a veteran. So I would just wait and see if he's on the injury report the next two days. Yeah, man. He's phenomenal. Yeah. Craig Reynolds, big fan on this podcast. Dan Campbell hates me, so especially if Gibbs plays. You I don't know. Like Joe, Craig you Reynolds. did pick up Craig Reynolds everywhere, though, so now he might be bad. Yeah, now he's, now he's he probably really did. Terry he probably Mc... doesn't even have a hamstring anymore, to be completely honest. It might be the Terry McLaurin situation. Back to insurance. Uh, who wins this All game? Right. Chiefs. Chiefs. Chargers. Okay. Chiefs played like shit last week against the Broncos. All right, so Dolphins-Eagles. This one will be fun on Sunday night. So Hertz, check. Tua, check. Goddard, check. Durham-Smythe, no. Watch yeah. out for the uh, the Philly defensive back injuries. I know Josh likes Sidney Brown a lot, but this could be a massive Tua game. So watch out. I don't have anything to disagree with. Okay. DeAndre Swift, check. Mostert, check. That's it. Okay, oh, cool. Yeah. Wow, we're really brushing past this game. All right, well, as as I've said multiple times, the Eagles secondary is in complete shambles. So you're firing up Hill and Waddle for huge, 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 huge games. Uh, the Eagles have used 10-plus defensive backs this year, and if they haven't yet, they will hit it this week. Uh, almost a, a worse a league-worst pass defense, and it should be after this game. Do not play Berrios, though. That was never a thing. I just want to let you guys know. Um Coming off a disappointing week on the Eagles uh, against the top offense, the Eagles should come out firing. A.J. Brown should feast as the Eagles have never had that wide receiver over 125 and four straight. And you can really book the fifth here because you have to know it's going to be happen happening. Devontae is currently dealing with a hamstring injury that held him out of Wednesday's practice. Situation to monitor at the very least. But if Devontae plays, you play him because, once again, this is going to be a, at least a, a comeback or a shootout or something. Uh, but yeah, Julio Jones, I honestly, if Devonte Smith doesn't play, I think Julio Jones actually gets on the field this week, but no, please do not start him. It's literally only, he'll be there for a few plays and they'll do one play for him. He'll just stand outside and then do a curl or something. Uh, just for those who are actually thinking it might be a thing. It's not a thing yet. Uh, we don't know what it is. It's probably not going to be great, but at the same time, it's exciting mentorship. Mentorship. Eagles. Dolphins. Dolphins. I just hope it's a fun game. I actually I truly, hope... I actually truly mean that this is the Dolphins. I really think that they're going to win. This isn't just me doing my my flip. We can't pass. We, we haven't defended a pass defense in like four weeks, and we're playing the the best one. I don't know. You guys blamed your loss last week on Lane Johnson being out. So <laughs> did they? I guess yeah. I guess he's going to be out this week too. So Watch it out. wasn't the pa- It wasn't the pass rush that killed us though. It was the it was the defense that killed us. We there was two interceptions that were like basically tips and then i think it got in jalen hurts's head which is kind of surprising because he never seems he always seems so stoic and never seems to actually care but well, uh, i'm, put, I'm okay. putting that a little bit on coaching too because they should have ran the ball on third um, and third and eight whenever they were in field goal range and they could have just punted or they could have not done even that different. towards the end of the game when he threw that pick they should have just ran the ball given that you know the they had plenty of time. Yeah. Punted it away. Zach Wilson wasn't driving the fucking field. There's no way. No, so they would have been fine. It was actually really bad. It was third and yeah, it was third and eight, and they were on like the 40 yard line. They could have either tried to kick a field goal, punted, done something, but instead they throw a pick six, basically. So yeah. Stupid. 
bad very stupid decisions okay joe you ready for monday night yeah we're ready wait no day oh wait that's sunday but yeah monday night Are you talk All right, about it, so 49ers, Vikings. Um, Brock Purdy will be fine. Am I lagging that bad? Yeah, a little bit, but no, it's fine. It's, it's fine. Muscle through. Muscle through it. All right, Purdy will be fine. The weather was so bad in Cleveland, he couldn't hold on to the football. So start him confidently. The Vikings have given up nine touchdowns this year to quarterbacks. And uh, with Debo and McCaffrey potentially out, Kittle could really become the focus of this offense and gets a pretty decent matchup. So start Kittle. And then Kirk and Hawk get a really tough matchup here. I think you have to start Hawk at this point, but if you have another option at quarterback, I would run them out and give Kirk a break this week. Okay. Um, on the 49ers front for running backs, uh, Christian McCaffrey – might play we don't really know just yet i hope you stash jordan mason or uh elijah mitchell on your bench just in case um because i think going into this game either one of those guys could be flex plays with mason getting the bigger uh chunk i would believe and then minnesota they just love pain so they're just putting madison out there for 18 carries getting 2.4 yards per carry and just hoping that eventually he does something more than what he's ever done uh, Cam Akers saw two touches last week. That's that's not going to work. I, I don't know. I don't know about the Minnesota team. I don't know if they're trying to intentionally tank or what. But this is not good. Why even trade for Akers is my thing. But whatever. He really just must be a Perplexed. piece of crap in the locker room. <laughs> he has to be because Madison is horrible. I cannot like watch him run the ball anymore. He runs straight into the ground every time. Three yards and drown. I hope uh, uh, Cam Akers' mom isn't sitting by us at Buffalo on Sunday. Uh, that's yeah, fine. We did. We actually were talking good about something. Cam Akers. But hey, Madison, it's Monday night, so yeah. Anyway, um, San Francisco, Minnesota, wide receiver wise, uh, Debo's day to day with that shoulder injury that held him out. Um, you should be thinking that this is a dangerous start. Um, if you're thinking about starting him, at least pick up Jawan Jennings, Ronnie Bell. Or what, hopefully you have one of the Minnesota guys to fill in for that. Um, but really, this just means Ayuk should just flourish uh, if Debo misses or just happens to re-injure that shoulder in there. So you're starting Ayuk everywhere in daily and, and redraft and dynasty and everything in between. Um, and on the other side, with the first game without JJ, Kirk spread it around pretty evenly, actually. Uh, five targets for Addison Osborne and four for Powell. Uh, it's quite surprising not to see Addison get a boost in targets, uh, but in this game, it should feature Addison quite a bit just because I would imagine that they're going to want to do a little bit more of that. But it was Osborne that stood out to me. Um, that's why I bet on them. I lost the fireball bet because fucking Addison got the touchdown. But he looked he looked like a sure handover receiver out there. Uh, I would I would also start him if you are in need. Uh, but man, this week is just made up of a whole lot of flexes all around. Um, so if if you don't need him, please don't start him and wait till Monday. But at the same time, if you want to have that little Monday night miracle, Osborne and Addison aren't the worst people to have on your team. Niners, right? Yeah. Yeah, dude, I can't even. Man, Minnesota was bad. Whew. Was... I, I, I kind of feel bad for the team, but not really. No. After the lucky shit they got last year, no. Not That's feeling fair bad enough. for this Yeah, team. it's definitely the this complete is... opposite this year. and it's Exactly. It's like this is the real Minnesota team. I'm more happy that – 
Jordan can't talk shit about how Kirk Cousins is a good quarterback anymore because now we're seeing the actual Kirk Cousins experience where it's not going to no. win you games, just can't lose you games sometimes. Very happy to see Daniel Hunter have the success that he's having this year. Yeah, sure. he's doing great. Yeah. Rube right, says, do I sit Jalen Phillips? What do you guys think? Mm, I probably would. I bet you have a better option. He's just not – he's clearly not healthy. Yeah, and they even when he's out there, it doesn't feel like he's going to get the points. He I do so that, good week one. And, mm-hmm. hmm. The main thing is is that Hurts could run into a sack at any given moment. But hmm. – Hoping for the best, especially from Jalen Phillips, because I bet it's going to be Andrew Van Ginkle that's getting that. Yeah, sack. Van Ginkle's going to have another there. option, I would start them. But Yeah, I would too. I mean, there's a chance Phillips plays a, a full workload, but he just hasn't. So I'd feel really sketchy trotting him out there right now. Yeah, true. I think it's I think it's worth the wait. All right, we'll clean up our last question and get out of here. Santa Claus, Santa Claus on YouTube says, "What running back do you think I could get if I package Najee Harris and Godwin, or do you, or would it be better just to drop Najee at this point?" I don't think anyone's trading for Najee, but. Definitely not. You're not getting a good running back back if you trade those two. You got to wait for a Najee breakout is what you need, and you got to convince them somehow that that's going to be sustainable. Worst part is you can't really drop Najee either because at any week he could he could be back. Like I don't, I don't know. Well, especially as the winter yeah, as the winter sets in. All right, Najee and Godwin for Josh Jacobs. It's not happening. Nobody's going to do it. You can offer it. I don't know if it's gonna. Work I don't. Out, can, I think the actually, Josh Jacobs guy might pull start the, the on start the dialogue at least. Yeah, you can start the dialogue, or you could try to do something like uh, Najee for James Conner. Be like, hey, at least my guy's playing. Yeah, that's you've that's got you've got name value here, which is good. Everyone yeah, knows this, you guys. So they just like Josh can. could not have been watching football this entire time. All right, Eric says, should I trade Nico Collins for Puka Nakua? I have been getting different options. Nope, Nico. I would I would just stick with Nico. Yeah, you gotta keep Nico at this point. Been too consistent. Yep. Puka is too up in the air. All right. That's all we got for week seven. We will be back next Wednesday for week eight. Joe, get us out of here. We live it so you can win at possums. Good night. What if you could have a career? where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.